Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Inside. It ain't the left side. Good evening, Dolphins fans. Welcome to another episode of On the Fence Side with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, the FinFanatic.com website, as well as the fan-sided network as well. I'm Brian Kat, NFL on Twitter. Paul is fanatic underscore pick. The Dolphins lose in extravagant fashion today to the Raiders in really took five quarters to do. I mean, they lose at the end of of overtime 31 to 28 and what a shame i mean what else can you say here i mean uh the dolphins start out the game up 14 to nothing 10 minutes into the game and getting the ball in the second half but that didn't result in a win here paul no it didn't and you know what I know we talked about it briefly off the air let's just dive into that five wide on the, the disgustingness yes let's let's so let's let's just start right there just okay so the dolphins are up 14 to nothing a pick six by elandon roberts and they also a 24 yard touchdown run by malcolm brown which was perfectly blocked good for the dolphins offensive line for showing the ability to run downhill in this game so the dolphins get the ball back on the one yard line uh raiders pin them back deep um and they go five wide at the one-yard line with Jacoby Brissett behind a historically bad offensive line. <laughs> and they, they throw a bubble screen to Jalen Waddell. Jalen Waddell gets tackled in the end zone. It's now 14-2. to two. The Raiders get the ball back. It's 14-5 to five after they get a field goal. And from that point on, the Raiders keep going on and on, steamrolling Derek Carr, Finishes the day with 386 passing yards. I mean, I, I can't help but think, Paul, if not for that play call, what? How would how would this game have turned out? Attention, listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. First scheduled for liftoff, the new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. This spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your body, balls, butt, and even Uranus. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch, and can engage a travel lock, and it's even waterproof. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. It's like having a little astronaut to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ear. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. 
That's 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Well, let's knock down what's wrong with that five wide play. One, Dolphins finished the day averaging 4.9 yards per carry running the ball. Like, you should have pounded that rock early and often with that going, especially with your back in the end zone. That's one. Two, that play call was horrific, period. Like, you don't go five wide with your butt in the end zone. Three, I'm going to put a little bit on Jacoby Brissett there because when you're that quarterback, you have to see that that corner didn't bite a bit and didn't even drop back a step. He just literally read it right off right off the snap. You need to turn your head, cock back to throw, and go, ooh, crap. And if you have to, turn and run straight at the line of scrimmage. Uh, yeah, I mean. it's. I mean, Jalen Waddle needs to recognize the fact that that guy didn't bite and literally just bat the ball backwards. Don't even catch it. Don't even catch it. Just freaking swat it out of the end zone. Like, you don't catch that ball there when you see that happen. I'm sorry. You don't. Jacoby Brissett, uh, for the veteran that he is, should have at least taken the snap and then tucked the ball down and ran and just gotten a yard or two. That's it. That's, that's, That's all he had to do. Done a Cutler impression and thrown it into the fifth row of the stands because he didn't like the way the play looked. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, shame. And uh, so basically, after the Dolphins score, go up fourteen to nothing, they don't score a point until the fourth quarter. And Jacoby Brissett had at, at the beginning of the fourth quarter seventy something yards passing, which was un- incredible. And then, and then in the fourth quarter, we find out that Jacoby Brissett can throw the ball deep and it's not a surprise he has great size he can evade pressure and he can throw the ball downfield do that more often Jacoby Brissett because if he did that then maybe we'd be talking about something different here too uh, like I mean that that pass that should have been a pass interference at the end of the game to Will Fuller yeah um, great throw Throw that pass more often, and if that happens, maybe Jalen Waddle won't finish the game with 12 catches for 58 yards. You make it sound like it was similar to the pass late in the game to Devontae Parker that should have been pass interference. Um, I mean, it was good coverage, but, you know, you hooked an arm and you pushed the other arm, like, before the ball. You know, and he was literally, the ball was right on target. So... Yeah, you're. I mean, it's not like Miami has a bunch of sub four four speed wide receivers out there. I mean, God, I mean, you think they had Devontae Parker, uh, Will Fuller, Albert Wilson, Jakeem Grant, maybe some tight end that can run and high point a ball. Um, yeah, their longest play of the day came in overtime on a, a what twenty two yard completion to Mike Kosicki. Yeah, Mike Kosicki finishes the game with 10 catches for 86 yards, and he had a great day. Um, And uh, amazingly, too, (laughs) and one of the most frustrating throws to see, also one of the most encouraging throws to see from Bursette, is when it was 4th and 20, 
Jacoby Brissett drops back, and it's just an amazing pass. He just drops a dime to Mike Kosicki. Perfectly threaded. 27-yard game with the game on the line. Do that more early in the game. I mean, I, I just I, I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like having two offensive coordinators is like having no offensive coordinators. Yeah, do you remember? I, I don't know if you've. I, I don't know if you remember the the movie back in the '80s, uh, the Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> you forget how old I am, cat. <laughs> I remember it well. That was the one. That was the one with the guy in the closet there, and that one still shot that everyone's like, "Ooh, for years." Yeah. Basically, three men can't take accountability for this baby. And that's that's kind of the same thing. It's George Gotzi, it's Charlie Fry, and it's Eric, Eric Studsville. Uh, like, I mean, what's what's going on here? I'm I'm just looking over in this game. Oh, and the Packers win the game, thirty to twenty eight over the Forty ers Just kicked the game winning field goal. Um, How about that Justin Tucker field goal? By the way, yeah, sixty six yards today. Uh, game winning field goal. Uh, it should have taken that to beat the Lions, but. Any any win you can get uh, today in the NFL is is certainly worth it. Uh, but going back to to what you said before is, you know, the the Dolphins had twenty carries for ninety six yards uh, at running back today. Do you think maybe they should use Malcolm Brown more running downhill? Nah, that'd no? be like saying. You know, Miles Gaskin, who averaged, what was it, five yards a carry today, you know, should have touched the ball a few more times than 13. Come on. Why would you think that? What, what I'm starting to see with Miles Gaskin, though, is either he gets one yard or he gets 15. And may, maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing with how few, few big plays that, that, that the Dolphins are getting on offense. Um, you know, Will Fuller. It got his feet wet today. Three catches for twenty yards, and again he he got deep on that play, and it, and it should have been a pass interference call late in the game. It was good to see him uh, back on the field. It was absolutely uh, on the offensive line. Of course, the culprit we're going to talk about is Austin Jackson. Um, didn't have his worst game. It's not saying much. He didn't have his worst game, but. Uh, in overtime, he was absolutely walked back to the quarterback on a on a third and ten, and and had a holding call. Malcolm Brown was also flag or, or was also walked back to the quarterback with Austin Jackson. Um, you know, he, he, I, he, I guess it's a better game for him, but that that's really all all I can say right now about Austin Jackson. Until he proves otherwise, he is going to forever be referred to by me as Trash Can Jackson uh, until he, he steps it up at this point. Trash Can Jackson? I like that. Um, you know me in nicknames. They stick. They absolutely they stick. I'm they still do. talking about the damn Penguin years later. <laughs> <laughs> on the defensive side of the ball, um, shame on this defensive line and shame on this front seven because Peyton Barber, who is a nobody, 23 carries, 111 yards. And it seemed like every time that a Raiders offensive player touched the ball, they got five, six, seven yards. And that that's unacceptable for this Brian Flores defense. That, that you know, it, 
look, they, they got rid of Shaq Lawson. They got rid of Bernard Rick McKinney. They got rid of Kyle Van Noy. There are no excuses in this type of game for being able to just be gashed for these big chunk plays every, every play. I didn't have a huge problem with Christian Wilkins or Zach Sealer today. Um, I agree. Anyone else on that D-line? Eh. I, I, I hate to put it bluntly like that, but eh. Um, and not for nothing, like, I hated, and I saw this a few times today, where, where the Raiders would split Kenyon Drake out all the way to the sideline, and you see Jerome Baker over there in coverage, man-to-man. I hated that. Uh, you, Jerome Baker's skill set needs to have him somewhere between the hash marks on every play. Um, putting him out wide, hundred percent agree with that. It, it, it's putting him out wide is a schematic failure. Like put Javon Holland on Kenyon Drake, put freaking Brandon Jones on Kenyon Drake, put Jason McCourty on Kenyon Drake. Um, don't put mm, uh, what's his face. Yeah, but B- Baker Holy. Baker should Baker should be patrolling the middle of the field, and he mm-hmm. had a rough game because the Raiders offensively got him off his spot pretty much every play. And right. it, it, speaking of Brandon Jones, Brandon Jones uh, had two sacks today, but he allowed a lot more um, plays against him compared with those two sacks. I mean, that th- those two sacks, good plays, but that's it. I mean, and, and this Dolphins defense can't be, can't be one that has – you you have too many. You're starting to see too many Alandon Roberts and too many Brandon Jones type of types of performances where they're hit and miss types of players, and you see a lot more misses than hits right now. Yeah, I mean it, it's we've talked about at length since Landon Roberts got here. Um, I know I've referred to him as the Terrell Buckley of the linebacking core, and I still hold true. His spectacular plays are nothing short of spectacular. He guesses a lot, and when he guesses right, it's a home run. But the three to five plays in between guessing right are horrific. Absolutely horrific. It, it You see a linebacker out of place. I mean, yes, he got that touchdown today, so I won't bash him too heavily here. But we need to remind ourselves he's still a Landon Roberts. I mean, it's – yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, and- also, too, to be fair, Alandon Roberts getting a pick six against Derek Carr, who doesn't throw a lot of interceptions early in the game, that should be a game-changing play. And it, it should be a, a play that, that makes the difference in whether or not you win or lose. And it should have. Um, and it didn't, unfortunately. So could, could be worse. We could be Jets fans today. How bad they lose? Uh, I believe it was twenty six nothing. I w- I was so into the Dolphins game, and then uh, I'd take care of my son after that. Uh, Zach Wilson, quarterback <laughs> Messiah. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah, I think they should really stick with him for the next five years. No, hey, he, he's a rookie. I mean, dude, I have never seen a game like last week with a, a bad Patriots team that got pasted by by the Saints today where literally in the second quarter of a game 
the quarterback had more completions to the opponent than he did to his own team. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mac Jones did not have a good oh, a good day today. Yeah. No, no doubt about that. Going back to the Dolphins here, uh, Jail. Got to say too, Jalen Phillips needs to pick it up because he did not make an impact today, and I still really like him as a player. But you know, you, you take a look at you know uh, OA for for the Ravens getting defensive player of the week last week. Gregory Rousseau going up against the Dolphins and getting two sacks. Jalen Phillips needs to make more of an impact here as we continue to go forward. And I think he will. He's one player that hasn't really proved himself yet that I think he actually will for the Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't even say he needs to make a bigger impact. He needs to make an impact before we can say bigger. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And Zach Sealer, player I like more and more every single week. I mean, I, he, he pushes the pocket. He's big. Like, it, 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 that play today, I mean, he made that. You talk about big plays on, on defense. Yeah, with the Landon Roberts with that pick six. The next drive, Zach Sealer just burrows through the offensive line. And takes it takes down the ball carrier on a fourth and one, and that's what set up the Dolphins to go up fourteen to nothing. That is a big time play. And Zach Sealer is not only somebody who makes big plays, and he doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of them, but when he he's also consistent down to down too. You never talk about well, Zach Sealer just didn't show up today, dude. Zach Sealer is built like Sully from Monsters Inc., and he's the guy that just. He's your most reliable all-around defensive lineman. Um, it, it's I love when I see, and I can't wait to see it again, Raekwon Davis and Zach Sealer on the same defensive line playing and play out. Um, it's He's on the field. He's making an impact, even if it's just occupying blockers on some plays. Uh, but he typically, uh, you see Sealer consistently beat double teams and and occasionally a triple team with a running back involved he just like you can't stop that guy and yes he's not making any of those blow through and chase the guy 50 yards from behind plays but that's not who he is or what his role is his role is is to exceed at the line of scrimmage beat and take on double teams keep the linebackers free and make plays and he does all of those things and he has since he's gotten to Miami like I remember him getting less snaps than Jalen Phillips is getting now as an undrafted guy that bounced from a couple of teams and he was making an impact and he was Mm. commanding to be on that field and and that's what I want to see from Jalen Phillips here it's you look at Jalen Phillips in more snaps than Zach Sealer got when he first got to Miami and Zach Sealer had more impact plays and the more plays he gets, the more impact plays that we see from him. He needs to be on that field more. Yeah, and when you look at the Dolphins rookies here, the first round picks, you know, Jalen Waddell, I, I'll say this, it, it's not his fault that the quarterback situation is so bad right now. It, it's not. I mean, he he had he was targeted 13 times today. He caught 12 passes. They were for 58 yards, but, you know, <laughs> so, Somebody called him uh, on my Twitter feed, uh, 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 Jalen Landry. 
because he caught 12 passes for 58 yards today. I mean, that, that makes somewhat sense. Um, and yeah, Jalen Phillips needs to, needs to make a little bit more of an impact, but I, I, I still see the talent there. We need um, more impact from the Jalen's. Yes, we do. It's, that's, it, that's a good way to put it. And, and Waddle gets a little too cute at times after the catch. It's, you know, it'll sit there and dance in place in a way that would work against some inferior college programs, but it doesn't work against the NFL players most of the time. It really doesn't. Like, it's sometimes you just have to cut up the field and take what's there, and maybe you get more, maybe you don't. And he's also not, he hasn't gotten in space as much as he otherwise would with a different offense. I mean, if, if you were, if you were on 10 or 12 different teams right now, I, I think this guy would be a star already. And, and that's what, that's what the shame of it is. You know, he, he, I can't believe they threw that freaking pass to him. It's 14 to nothing. The dolphins are winning and they get the ball at halftime. You're backed up at, at your one yard line. And you throw the ball four yards deep into your end zone. Unprecedented. But shades of Wanstead. Oh, oh, it's it's worse than Wanstead. Um no, not, nothing is worse than Wanstead. I I will I'll conversation for another day, but I thought Wanstead was an underrated coach. At Moving what? on. <laughs> <laughs> Growing a sweet Burt Reynolds uh, Tom Selleck mustache. Check. Everything else. No. Yeah, I look. I'm not gonna. St- I'm not gonna stand on anything for Dave Wanstead. Uh, <laughs> I will stand in that goddamn gosh darn storm and and, and scream it into the the freaking wind and rain that I hated Wanstead more than any other coach. I'd rather have Cam Cameron. With, you uh, would you, you would have Cam Cameron over Wanstead. I would have Cam Cameron with Joe Philbin as his offensive coordinator. Oh my God! No, I I, I completely disagree. Uh, over Dave Wanstead. What was the, what was Dave Wanstead's claim to fame? He got Ricky Williams and just watched him run. That that two thousand. I, I thought the Dolphins were a sinking ship in '99, and then in two thousand, he got he got a Lamar Smith. He got Brian Walker. He did a really good job. The Dolphins won 11 games that year. I mean, do you think any other Dolphins coach can brag from that point? Dave Wanstead has done more for this franchise than anybody in 20 years. Deal with it. No. So let's let's get to the Dude, (laughs) no, 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 because Tony Sperano started – to turn the franchise around when he and the front office were at odds and he got kicked out the door. Yeah. Like, let's face it. Like, they literally sat there going, crap, we wanted to fire this guy because I want to hire this jackass that's going to Michigan anyway. Um, and I'm going to fly my plane out there. And then, crap, he's still winning. We can't fire him on a three-game win. We can't fire him on a four-game winning streak. Oh, he dropped the game. Get him out of here. Like, you know, it was just ridiculous. Right? Like, yeah. Wants that? No. Wants that was horrific. All the sideline screens. Like I remember, I went to a game up here in Foxborough, and we thought the game was over. We thought we'd get cute and get to our car afterwards, right? And we're walking along the 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 catwalk area where you can see the field. And I looked at my dad, 
and went, oh my God, don't do it. On like fourth down, I think it was. And he ran this horrific, stupid, stupid sideline screen, and it got stuffed. And they tur- they had a two-point lead, I think it was. And excuse me, this is 20 years ago now. But, and they turned the ball over the Patriots and lost the game on the stupidest of play calls that I could see... 200 yards away walking along a catwalk at, at a glance and go, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Like, it's, it's, I, I've never been able to literally look down at the field at a glance and go, please don't run that play. We all know you're running that play. And I didn't even study film at that point. Like It was literally just watching the games casually. I knew what play they were calling on almost every play. And yeah, half of them were hand the ball to Ricky, but... Mm, Wants that's got to go. Well, that's, that's Rick, Rick, Ricky was a great player until he quit. Uh, well, until he, until he got his wheels run off so bad that he had to smoke weed to feel better. Uh, we'll agree to disagree on that comment. Like um, I said, speaking of the Raiders. <laughs> so, so let's get to the grades here, Paul. Uh, quarterback. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. Um I'm giving him a B plus. Like it's he like he's done with deep throws. He was hitting he was hitting the target today, whether it got caught or not. And so, he, so he did the, a beautiful so the qu- job of the, hitting pressure. The, he got some first downs with his legs. I'll give him a B plus. So so the question is, and and even to take a step back. So so here's my question: Is um, we're scrapping is it, tonight, Cat? We're is, scrapping tonight. Is it Jacoby Brissett's fault? No. Then why did we sign this guy? Then, if if he's not, if if he's if he's such a great veteran leader, he can't make the decision to throw the ball downfield. I mean, no, I, I'm sorry. I, I he had, handcuffed with. He had 78 yards passing at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yeah, but then Dang. then when they actually let him throw the ball, who? Who, one of the three offensive coordinators? Right. One of them probably cold-cocked the other and started calling actual plays into the headset. <laughs> like They probably threw somebody on the coach right. bus so that, that they could call real NFL plays, not that BS we called for three quarters. Paul, Paul's going with a with a. am going to go with bus. a B, actually. I'll, I'll lower it one All little right. point for you. All right. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a, with a D plus, given that. Oh, so. okay. B D plus okay yeah I you know not good enough I I'd rather see Reed Sinet if if Jacoby Brissett is going to come out next week against the Colts in his revenge game and dump off passes for three yards every time or negative two <laughs> running back um look uh, yeah I I think you nailed it is Dolphins Dolphins had. When's the last time we could say that they had almost five yards of carry at the running back position? Not very often. Um, what I hated was Malcolm Brown getting snaps in the Wildcat for some stupid reason. To try to make sense of that, but that's that is not his fault. That is uh, a three men and the little baby of of the offensive coordinator position for the Dolphins. That's their problem. Um, but 20 carries for 96 yards from Miles Gaskin and Malcolm Brown. You know, good for them in this game. And I think that they should continue to stick with the running game, get this offensive line a little confidence, run downhill a little bit more, 
in the upcoming weeks so that we can start to have some continuity on this offensive line. So I'm going to go with a B for the running backs. I will con- I will concur with you on the running back position. Um, it's I, I feel like this just I feel like a broken record. We're saying it every week. Like use your running backs more. Lean on the running game. And oh yeah, you've got a 14 point lead, and your running backs are averaging five yards a carry. I wonder what you should do with it. Can't one of these three idiots look at the others and go, "Yo, running is working, and we've got a 14 point lead." Let's milk this clock. No, there's too much finger pointing, I think, going on. Ugh. Nobody wants to get fired. I mean, and and somebody but, will get promoted. Charlie Fryer will get promoted probably after the season, after another after offensive the- coordinator or offensive line coach gets fired. Um, so um, wide receiver and tight end, I'm going to throw it to you first on that. Uh, I. I I've never been so underwhelmed with a 12-catch day as I was with Jalen Waddell's 12-catch day. Mike Kosicki had a great game. Um, Devontae Parker was hit or miss. Will Fuller should have ended up with four catches for 80 yards. Instead, he's got three for 20. Um, Durham Smythe did a great job of blocking uh, Jacoby Brissett from getting a first down that really could have helped Miami seal things late in the game um, and pissed me off to no end um, because then they went for it on fourth down and didn't get it um, I'm going with I'm going with a C from the wide receiver position they left a lot on that field today uh, I'm going to match you there with the C I mean you know I, I, I do give Waddle credit for catching 12 of 13 passes I mean and, and a lot of them were off target and it's not his fault. I mean, for, for what happened here today. And I'm looking forward to see what Will, Will Fuller does here throughout the rest of the season. Oh, um, one positive for the wide receivers today. Preston Williams was inactive. And so was Albert Wilson. Albert yep. Wilson. That was, oh, man. God. God, God. <laughs> so glad we waited for Albert Wilson for two years for two games. Yeah. Yeah. He is robbing the Dolphins blind. It's embarrassing at this point. Um, Just give me his contract. I'll yeah. play. I'll, I'll play less games than he does. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like Kadarius Tony catching passes. <laughs> Offensive line. <laughs> Offensive line. Uh, Austin Jackson. I will say he did. It was his best game of the year. He also got shoved back to the quarterback. Um. He got sacked uh, on, on with third, Brissett. On third he got third. sacked with Brissett and took Malcolm Brown with him. He did. He did. Uh, and, and I'll be honest with you, too. Uh, you know, the, the rest of the offensive line, I, I felt that they got a lot of confidence when blocking downhill. But <sighs> Jaco- and it's hard to judge, too, because Jacoby Brissett is somebody that likes to climb the pocket, find avenues. And if he could just throw the ball longer, it would be different, you know. But uh, – so, but overall, offensive line, I'm going to go with the C plus. I'm going to go with a B minus for the O line. They they really opened up some running lanes today. Um, some of the uh, pass protection was a great job by Brissett. Uh, uh, really having a good feel for that pocket at times. But overall, four out of five ain't bad. And then the other one's trash can Jackson. 
Um, I can I can go with a B minus for this O line today. I think they're starting to pull it together a little bit. I hope so. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, front seven not good enough. Not enough pressure. Uh, Christian Wilkins early in the game um, really dug through and got that just bone jarring sack on Derek Carr. Good for him on that. And then we didn't see him the rest of the game. Zach Sealer, solid game throughout. Emmanuel Ogba got around the edge, but not enough to make an impact in the second half. And Jalen Phillips has to pick it up. Uh, Linebacker, you know, Jerome Baker, he was picked apart by Derek Carr today. No doubt about it. I mean, he, he was moved off his spot. He was picked apart. Andrew Van Ginkle, not not a big game from him. And he had a huge game last year against the Raiders uh, in, in that week 16 Sunday night game. Did not see that same thing today. Given that the, the Raiders were able to control the tempo up front on the offensive line and control the Dolphins defensive line, I've got to go with a, with a uh, C- minus for them. Christian Wilkins and and well, I'm not. Wait, are we doing D line or front seven? Because you brought Jerome uh, Baker. Front in. seven, front seven. Okay. Uh, Jerome Baker, it doesn't feel like it's his fault. Uh, the the scheme for him today just basically takes him all over the place, out of his game, uh, and out of his strengths. And for this defensive staff to have utilized Baker so well last year. Um, and to misuse him and abuse him, it, I can't give them a uh, God. I can't do give it. Them a C minus. No, I can't. Bring the hate. I yeah. I can bring the hate, and I've got I've got some spots for it. But the game that Wilkins and Sealer had was not bad at all. They played well. The game that I mean, Alandon Roberts got a pick six. It, it's I can't go below a C when 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 your front seven scores points, um, unless it's really truly atrocious. The run cup run run stuffing was not great today, but again, you're taking one of your best tacklers and putting him over by the sideline covering Kenyon Drake. Uh, I mean, it's he's one of your best tacklers and one of your best blitzers, and you've got him against the sideline covering Kenyon Drake. But like, it, it's literally the the conversation to, to tonight should be between Brian Flores and, and the defensive staff and go, dude. You had Jerome Baker on the sideline covering Kenyon Drake while they're gashing us up the middle in between our two, our, our two effective linemen. What do you have to say for yourself? And and the only answer that he should accept is my bad. Um, and and that's not on Baker for that. Like, it, and and also, uh, Landon Roberts, yeah, had, had a pick six, and that needs to be factored in. Yeah, so I mean, I'll go, I'll go with a C plus um, for the front seven. Uh, there were some moments that really should have been better, but but again, the game sealer had the the pick six by Roberts. The fact that it wasn't on Baker that he was off his spot at all and not in position to affect the running game unless it was a really wide sweep uh, in his direction, um, you know. And, and the fact that Agba was putting pressure on even if he couldn't quite get the pay dirt against a gimpy Alex Leatherwood, really, um, you know, that's that's really, uh, it, but. That said, I mean, I, I can't hate on it. I didn't like that Andrew Van Ginkle disappeared, the game we already talked about from Jalen Phillips. Um, and, God, Sam yeah. Glavin, where is he? Yeah, yeah, he? He, he should have been on the field more. No, no doubt about that. Uh, defensive back, 
you know, Derek Carr had 386 yards passing today. You can't blame all of that on the secondary. Um, it's it's hard to blame a lot of it on the secondary. I mean, uh, Darren Waller had Darren Waller, Brian Edwards, um, Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro all had over 50 receiving yards in this game. Uh, I don't think Nick Needham had a good game. I don't think Justin Coleman had a good game. Xavier Howard didn't really have a good game either, but it wasn't terrible. And and he tends to be a little bit more hit and miss as than other elite cornerbacks in the game. Um, Byron Jones, I thought had a fantastic game. I mean, it's, it was hard, you know, it's, it's hard to blame him for anything that went on here. Um, but that the biggest problem here was that, you know, in overtime at the end of the fifth quarter here, Brandon Jones letting up that big catch to uh, Brian Edwards, because that's really what ended up making the difference in the game. So, you know, even with 386 yards, I, I'm going to go with a B minus. Yeah, it, it, it was very hit or miss across the secondary today. And again, the fact that they needed to use their secondary to cause pressure. Um, at times was a big thing here. Um, they did limit Darren Waller today. Uh, Darren Waller did not gash us and was not responsible for the win for the Raiders. Um, uh, and they let up, what, two touchdowns, I think it was? Yep. It, it's And really one of those is probably on the front seven. So... I can go with a B minus for these guys as well. Uh, special teams. Uh, Jason Sanders missed a field goal. He also hit a fifty yarder that brought the Dolphins uh, to twenty eight to twenty eight. Um, Matt Pilardi had uh, two really good punts. Return unit, you know, not anything to note really. So uh, I'm going to go with a B. Yeah, I'll go with a B as well. I mean, the return game was okay. Pilardi was okay, and Sanders missed a field goal. Okay, uh, you know, it, I, you know, I'm going to go with a B minus here. Um, the missed field goal, if made, would have been pretty damn critical in this one. Uh, it, it it basically would have taken us to the win. So I'll I'll go with a B minus here, and and yeah. And I think it should be pointed out too that. Uh, Justin Herbert beat the Chiefs today. I think it should be pointed out, too, that Micah Parsons sure seems to get a lot of pass rush and can play a, a, a demon at linebacker so far for, for the Cowboys. He's really turning into their jack of all on that defense. So what you're saying is that the Dolphins should have stayed at 12 and kept those two first-round picks and taken Micah Parsons. Did I say that? <laughs> or, or did did my mental ESP stutter? Like <laughs> um, no, I I I would have at the time. I 100% agreed with you, and uh, I still do. Yeah, but I still like Jalen Waddle. <laughs> I thought he had a good game, and it's not his fault. Twelve out of thirteen passes he caught. He's just he he's a fast guy. He needs to get, needs to get in space. Having Jalen Waddle for this this offensive coordinator staff uh, will go with because not even offensive coordinator is like handing somebody without the li- a license 
keys to a Bugatti and say, eh, have fun. Like, what's a Bugatti? It's a really, really expensive, nice car that goes really fast and you uh. can fun things in. But if you don't know how to drive and don't have a license, you're screwed. Well, <laughs> I, I, I drive a 2014 uh, Nissan Altima. So. Now who's bragging? <laughs> uh, so next week, Paul, Dolphins play the Colts, the 0-3 Colts in Miami. That's a must-win game because the week after that, they play the Bucks in Tampa. If you don't win next week, I mean, you're talking about a one and four start, and things start to really get ugly. Kind of like what the Bucks went through today. Yeah, I mean, but the Bucks are a better team than Dolphins, easily. Yeah. It, it, it's it's not even close. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got, I, I, I would roster. say so. We've got a good roster. We just the. The coaching right now is pissing me off to no end, and I, I I know that's for you too. But let's do let's do something fun. Let's do a fun game. Coke bus player cat. Let's player. let's do it. Uh, Coke bus player the game. Uh, I'm gonna throw it to you first on that. Yes, trash can man, get on that bus. Getting walked back in a critical moment of that game through something that wasn't play calling. The only thing that you could put on the coaching staff for that was leaving him on the field this week. Trash can Jackson, get on that bus. I'm going to go with Jerome Baker because I, in addition to what everything we've talked about, he wasn't good enough. He was not good enough. I'm, it, if you make $10 million a year, you can't play the way that he did today. Dude, he's got to be. Uh, they might as well you, put him on the offensive line with how badly they scheme. You have to if I if you're a middle, you have to have an impact in the passing game, or you have to be able to put your nose in on rundowns. What's the first Period. word in his position, Cat? What? What's what's the first word in his position title? Middle. Is it, m- middle. Middle. Every time I look, he's by the sideline where he's being aligned by his coordinators. He's a middle linebacker. I, I, I think you're over-exaggerating that claim. No. I split wide. Yeah, but he, he, he's – no, he was in the middle today, and he was exploited What's many times. Many times. Baker he, needs to get better. Was, if, if, if you're talking about $10 million a year, he needs to get better, period. He needs to be used better. My player of the game. I'm going to go with Mike Kosicki here. 10 catches, 86 yards, and I thought he should have had the play of the game when he had that that catch on 4th and 20, 27 yards. And he's somebody that I look forward to seeing a lot more big catches down the line. I do as well. Um, I, I, would, I would have taken Kosicki, but actually I'm going to go a different route. And I thought about going Byron Jones. But I'm going to give it to big Sully Sealer up front because he really had a solid game in a unit that was schemed poorly. I will give it to Sealer and, and not even hesitate, even with the game Byron Jones had, even with the fact that they actually put Waller in position to look like a normal tight end today. Zach Sealer, welcome to my player of the game list. I think it's your first time. And it's well-deserved, too. 
And that's going to do it for our breakdown of the Raiders Dolphins game. Dolphins losing overtime 31 to 28. Damn shame. Damn shame. Um, 31 to 28 to the Raiders. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, the finfanatic.com website, the fan sided network. I'm Brian Cat NFL on Twitter. Paul is fanatic underscore pick. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. <laughs>